0: Hello, good evening, and welcome to the Sunday Night Breakdown. Daniel Routledge and Dave Forrester with you to go back over all of the action uh, in the British Basketball League. I'm, I'm assuming it's party central down the road from you in Sunderland tonight, Dave?
1: Yeah, I think Trafalgar Square must have been the high point. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, what can you do, you know? One offside, one deflection, you know? You go, people yeah. get sent off in the week before, there you go. Yeah. Survive. Well, uh, I'm actually, it's all right. I, I mean, I'm fully consigned to Newcastle not winning. So it's, it's it won't be long. It won't be, I don't long think it be that long. But no, yeah. I, thought they, I thought actually, you know, overall they were pretty good. Um, but they're just a bit short in certain areas. But this is, we're not analyzing that. We're not analyzing we're that. Not analyzing that. Let, let's so... let's go to another team in Newcastle
0: that were a bit short yeah. in certain areas. Uh, yeah, let's start absolutely. with the FIBA World Cup qualifying game, Great Britain 59, Belgium eighty. Eight. Obviously, GB can't qualify for the World yeah. Cup. This was their last game, so a very youthful lineup uh, selected by Mark Stuttle. This was more about the future than the now, but as soon as I saw the roster released, I was wondering where our offense might come
1: from. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, it's a... it's that's obviously the way it's portrayed and that's the way it has to be portrayed and there is merit in you know taking that approach because people need to, to play at that level to understand what it takes at that level mm. um I do in I do kind of wonder whether um if the environment had been better in previous games and previous Windows we would have had the amount of um senior players not there that we did mm. um but I don't begrudge them it no, At all, no. you know, and, 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 you know, to be, to be frank, um, you know, Gable, it, 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 it's not a team with Ted York before, Luke Nelson, Miles Hess, and Gable and Senny and Dan Clark, you know? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. you know, you know, and, and then even then you have some of the secondary guys who weren't available, Jamel Anderson, obviously just had a baby. Congratulations, Jamel, um, Pat Whelan, who's, who's come to the fore the recently he's, he's injured, um, so, you know, we're, we're, and then you take into account the uh, Ovi's injured, Miles Hessen, as I've said, uh, and then you take into account the guys who kind of stopped playing, like Connor, uh, and then you look at the guys that are in college, mm. you know, like Cam Hildreth, who's been there, and, and Gibral Bello, and Toza, and Woman, and all those players who are still, who are actually further down the development chain than some of the some of the guys we have to pick. Um but um overall it was I think it was a worthwhile experience. Mm. You know, and, and as I say, um, you know, they, they were in over their heads. There's just yeah. no question about yeah. that. Um mm. I, I don't hold that again. You can't put four debutants in the team and then another guy, Quinn Ellis, who's only played one game. Mm. Um, and I think probably three of them were starting, three or four of them were starting, you know, and Josh Sharma's played one game. Mm. You know, so Aaron Menzies played one game, you know, two games. So you you really, you know, and then, then you've only got a week to give, get them together to play. So as well as the talent, you're asking them to um, kind of combine and form combinations in relation to sets and stuff that they probably never run individually. And then they probably never run together as a group either. So um, I hope Belgium started slowly. Yeah. Um, Perhaps, you know, I don't there's nothing uh, the,
0: think. well they technically they they can still qualify. It requires Great Britain to beat Serbia, but um yeah, exactly Serbia, um, so. um uh, and they, um, they 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 would they had a slightly young lineup as well, to be fair. But did they, have were, veterans out there as well. Yeah, they
1: the 37 year old Euroleague, you yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, three, yeah. You know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, um you know, I saw Drew Sullivan in the in the, in the corporate area at half time and he played against me in Belgium 15 yeah. years ago, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So um, you know, they had, they had enough. And um, he didn't start with with his probably his guys. Exactly, he started slow. Start with his as younger guys, and they didn't really do very. There were, you know, our defense was pretty good. Um, the reality was though that you know scoring was just just very very difficult. Um, and it, it comes down ultimately to to guards. But you know, international basketball is it's helpful if you've got a seven footer who can block the middle, but you know the the rhythm and the aggression and the constant nature of the penetration of the opposition guards and how they work the screen roll time and time and time again it's like picking at a scab mm. you know and how they shoot the three on the catch without with limited motion without thinking about it and we've seen that in all the um national teams we've had we simply didn't have that um then i don't you know as I say there's no there's no criticism to that it's just it's just nowhere near where we are in our gestation. So you know the, the the first quarter we played competitively um and then they kind of got out in the second quarter. And when our offense broke down a little bit our defense broke down as well.
0: Yeah. Uh Tabo as you mentioned there three threes in a 14 two run to make it twenty one thirty five and to be honest with you it just kind of got worse from there for yeah bit. well he was
1: a different level you know because he was able to play and it was it was really interesting watching him. I'm looking at him and he's you know, 37 and um, played in your league and all sorts of stuff. And, and then I'm looking at Watson Gale, and Jelani's like 20, 23, something like 24, um, in his first year out of college. And, you know, actually, you know, I was looking and thinking, you know, that is a perfect lesson for Watson Gale in relation to um what he, you know, can aspire to be. Mm-hmm. Because they're the same size. They're actually a very similar type of body shape. Um. And Tabu was not quick, but what he knew was how to get his own shot when he be comfortable shooting it and how to get to his spots and, and maximize his production without, you know, using unnecessary energy. And there was too much going on in the game for, for Watson Gale um, as a starting point guard. You know, you he, he could say he started off quite comfortable, but wasn't really ready to get his shot. He didn't know where his shot was coming from. Wasn't sure which ones he was meant to shoot and wasn't sure which ones he wasn't. And that was tough because it's his first time, and as I said, he's playing the point. He hasn't even really started at the point much for Bristol, you know, so, mm. so that was tough. Then, you know, um, our other guards, Ellis. of came, Alice shows, you know, real flashes. Mm. Um, he's only 19, I mean, that, that's, you know, he's playing Italy Division Two. He is, you know, the epitome of someone learning his trade, mm. um, but he's got good size. Can get in the lane, doesn't quite know his own game yet in relation to pull-up or when to pull up, went to pass. But he has a confidence about him and kind of a not a swagger, but an assertiveness. Mm. Um, which is, you know, something that you know, two, three years down the line, you can see how he could be at you know a higher level than Italy A2 player, certainly. Um Horschler, never heard of, but apparently we must have found him with a Greek with a yeah, British yeah. passport in yeah, Greece. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's playing um I think Aris, I think. Yeah, Aris. Um, yeah. You know, in Salonica, so seven points a game, and um, and he looks like a guy who knows how to play, mm. but he didn't. Again, he was a bit out of his rhythm, out of his comfort zone, whatever. Didn't knock down, didn't really knock down the sh- shoot the shots he was meant to shoot or knock down the ones he when he was open. Um, and even when he got fouled, he was one of three from the foul line, and you're looking at him thinking he's a better shooter than that, you know. Mm. So it was a comfort level thing for him, but again, you know, it's six eight. Stretched guy, he's not Dan Clark, he's not 6'11, but you know, 6'8 stretched guy is a nice pickup, nice find for us, and obviously not naturalized, so you, know, you, can, you never have enough of those guys. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, Sharma Menzies and Jordan Williams kind of um, split minutes at the five, they all didn't do anything wrong, but they all have their own limitations. You know, Sharma you know, and Menzies primarily offensively, Jordan didn't look in, didn't look like he was totally healthy to me, and, and obviously he's small, smaller, so if he plays the five, and it's harder to defend the screen and roll. Um, and then um, Amina Adamu, who, who was really good, yeah, he was good, um, he was good. Uh, and um, you know, he's again a first year pro. He's playing in Austria, playing for Kapfenberg, you know. And then so you know, we've discussed this year that Austria's basically you know we're sending players back to Austria because they're not good enough. Mm. You know, guys, players coming from B- the Austria BBL aren't succeeding, so you Know, he, um, it gives us again a feel for kind of the league, our league. Um, we hopeful that we can get him in the league next year mm. because, um, he showed kind of an athleticism and assertiveness, and uh, just, just his demeanor was right. Everything about everything about the way he kind of handled himself was kind of right. At one point, uh, Mark put um, tab- put him on taboo to guard taboo so. Mm. Clearly, clearly um had some confidence in him um so you know as a as a, a trial thing it's fantastic and they're going to get an absolute um beating in Serbia and they're going to get a, a you know um another fantastic learning experience out there mm. and you know it gives us it gives us you know a little bit more to the depth talk. But that's a group that in reality should be playing in the qualifiers in the in the group below not in the world cup Qualifiers. it's just not fair in them now to what was nice was um we had um luke nelson was there um and kimball mckenzie was there and obviously kimball's naturalized and josh sharma is naturalized so you can only have can one, play of, the one two. of them yeah uh, you know and that's it uh, you know you know it's like which which finger, do you plug in the date? You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know. do we need a guard? Do we need a centre? Do we need another centre? Um, so, you know, they might, I don't know they, might, they might change that around. Might and switch it around for tomorrow. Might switch yeah. yeah. But what was nice was that, you know, and also Dan Clark was there as a GM, and Kieran Wachar was there, and and there was certainly, you know, the, the, the chairman was there, and, you know, I spoke to Gavin Williams, who was on the board there, and the referee from, from Wales. And it it, it, it you know, I, I was fortunate enough, as I say, I was up in the corporate area, so I got the opportunity. Dan Clark did a Q and A before the game, and you know, so the the kind of the profile of that was good. Mm. You know, and 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 the well, that was good. It's kind of how you start to to build things. The reality is, I think if they'd sort, I think if they'd sort the coaching situation out before now, then they would probably have a slightly different team playing mm. um, because. There you know, I think there are some players who probably would have arrived if, if they knew what the plan was for the next two years. And nobody and still we still don't know. No, we don't which is basically unacceptable. Um, you know, we had a I had a rant about it, a multiple rants about it last summer. You know, we we flamed out in the most um debilitatingly horrific way in Eurobasket. Mm. You know, nothing could have gone nothing could have gone more wrong. Yeah. And we've you know, six months the... on we've still got an we've still got an acting head coach. That's yeah. not on. And we've you know, not, that. that unless not unless
0: you've seen it, we've not had the sort of uh review that was going to
1: no, I've not seen anything, I've not heard anything. We've had one announcement from the chairman of the board, Chris Grant, saying that um he's hopeful that um you know age group players won't have to pay to play, mm. which we're all hopeful for, but I'm not yeah. sure. But nothing nothing's been announced yet to say that will. But I don't want to hear it to be blunt I, you know there are lots of people that will Lots the, 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 of people that that will mollify. It's like Sport England, you know, people and all that type of stuff that will mollify. But it's not what I want to hear. I, I want to hear what what support and what is the plan in relation to the next two years in relation to your basket. And I think there's a possibility that we're going to be invited to an Olympic qualifying tournament as well, because um, we got round, we got through to the second round of the World Cup mm. qualifiers because we got through the second group stage because Belarus obviously mm. um, pulled out, and we've had these last six games. I like think the suggestion is there's a possibility that we get through, we have a World Cup and a, a, a big qualifier as well. Well, I get that it's hard to plan without money. I understand that, you know, but there are certain building blocks that you can put in place in relation to how you communicate to the not just the fans, but more so to the players, more so to the staff. You know, what is going on? This is our certainty. And if it is to say, you know, th- these two games, ultimately, um, they they should have been definitively run by the coaching staff that is going to run the next cycle. Yeah, no question. Now that's Mark and and um, Gareth and whoever. That's fine. If that's not Mark and Gareth, well, that's also fine. But they should be doing these games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they because those if if they, for whatever if it's determined that it's not going to be Mark and Gareth and uh, and Jamie and Jackson who are, who are doing them at the moment. Then we've just wasted the window yeah
2: yeah
1: you know and and that degree of you know of of the lack of lack of understanding as to the urgency of this stuff really frustrates me and it's not urgent because we're going to win these games and qualify it's urgent because of the message that it sends to the players yeah you know and that's the dispirit. that is really the dispiriting thing so you know i would say there are green you know there are the, the kind of the minimal signs of, of green shoots you know in relation to, to where we're going there is, as I say a better presence there there appears to be a point together having you know as i said luke nelson there when you he, know when he, i understand he's injured at the moment or he's resting or whatever load management mm. um having him come all the way up and be part of the group is really important because he's the leader mm. so he, he can be the leader after yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, if, if gabe decides enough's enough so no. you know he he's the next guy who can really take it over and um so having him there is great. And as I say, Kimball was great on the sideline, on the baseline, he was open, and clapping, and, and he was connected to the program. But these players need to know what the plan is.
2: Yeah. You know,
1: and, and um it's just you know, as you say, a review six months on, we've we've changed the, the deck chair on the Titanic, but we haven't seen any any particular um anything done to stop it kind of sinking slowly at the moment unless you know anything different no but i don't know done. i've yeah. talked a lot there i
0: mean yeah. what, what do you yeah. think of it yeah no uh, it, it was one of those things where you kind of knew what was going to come but i completely agree with you in that the only point of these two games here is to build for the future and it and we don't know what the future is so how can we build towards it, it doesn't make any sense
1: yeah, just, yeah, it, it just it's... feels like
2: it,
0: it, Feels like the rants we had last year, and I'm not saying people have to listen to you and I, um, no. but other people picked up on that and ran with it as well and agreed with with it.
2: Yeah,
0: we had a lot of heat and light and not much action as a result of it, and it, and I would have hoped that, um, you know, we would have had some outcome from whatever, whatever the whatever picking over the bones of the. Of last year, of what we were going to do going forward, because that's the the, otherwise, as you say, we're shortchanging the players. And the reality is, the players are the are the one resource that we need, and that and they don't have to turn (laughs) up. You know what I mean? They don't have to. They can just go. You know what? I don't need it.
1: We have a finite group of players who are at the right level at this point in the right point in their career. Yeah, give us a chance of being successful, you know, we have we have guys who are 19, we've guys who are 33, yeah. 34. So there are different levels, you know, at different points on the spectrum. But there's only a finite group. And the message has to get through. My my colours are to the mast. I, I can't think having that there is anybody better than the guys who are doing it at the moment. Mm. And that's not because there aren't better coaches in the world out there, and I'm sure there are. Yeah. But in relation to you know making silk purse out of a sow's ear to use yeah, a phrase yeah, yeah. and also in relation to where we're at as a, as a, as a yeah, group yeah. yeah yeah um you know we're not at that point whereby we need to go get a bradovich to run exactly, yeah. and,
0: and it would cost us so much money that it wouldn't be worth it, it
1: exactly but. it costs money you'd, you'd bring somebody in who would just yeah. find out all the problems that they weren't told about until they were here yeah. so bringing anybody in from outside from abroad i think is virtually Impossible and, and counterproductive at this point. You know, we tried the 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 Prunty route, and, and even Nate. You know, he's been in the M, in the NBA. It's, it's tough. You know, Nate had the connection. Obviously, uh, we tried that route. It hasn't worked. I think we got to build right from the bottom. Um, if they have a, if there's anybody better in this country than the guys doing it at the moment, then by all means, you know, go to them. But I'm not sure that there is. I'm not sure there is that would want it. Yeah, you know, yeah. so. Um, I just think for the next two years, and it only needs to be for two years, there needs to be a real retrenchment, yeah, in relation to the program. Uh, you know, a real because the, the one thing that they that they've built even in adversity is is a degree of supportiveness around each other. Yeah, yeah. And the other thing yeah. is, if you say to them, "This is what we've got. This is what we've not got." Yeah, not,
0: that at least know. they at least know they're not coming into it. Sort of like, oh, I thought we were going to have this, and we haven't.
1: It's a tough world. I mean, those guys were on a flight out of Newcastle at six o'clock in the morning on, on mm. Saturday. That means they're at the airport at four. Yeah. You know, to, or whatever, four thirty. Now part of that is because the plane in Newcastle and to get anywhere in the Europe of Newcastle, you have to fly in KLM at six o'clock in the morning yeah. uh, to get to Amsterdam. But even so, it's not great. You know, they could have took a later flight and you know, and perhaps um it would cost a lot more. Yeah. Um, so there's a constant balance in relation to budget and opportunity. Um, and it just seems like the easy win, the easy win in relation to the is in relation to what is a very inexpensive, but wholeheartedly committed stuff, you know, and if you've got those two things and you've got a reasonable idea as to where we are as a, you know, as a program in relation to the fact that, you know, probably not going to have Ovi, we're probably not going to have Gabe, probably Dan's gone, you know, Miles is in Japan. Um, you know, we're going to be working with younger players, mm-hmm. we're going to be looking at some of the kids coming out of college if we've got any summer games and see if we can get Hildreth and, and those guys there, um, you know, then you're going to have to, you're going to need a development, you're going to need someone who's willing to stand there and get punched on the chin and lose games like they yeah, did yeah. on Friday night, because yeah, yeah, the game yeah. on Friday night was, you know, it it was a bit depressing. watch you know the air went out the building a little bit i obviously was
0: watching it back saturday morning and it took me at least half an hour to bring myself to log into courtside to watch it back well
1: we couldn't make a shot you know you know ultimately i think we're you know didn't make a three until the middle of the didn't make a a three until the
0: fourth quarter shot less than 30 percent from field goal less than uh 15 from three and missed 10 free throws
1: yeah, I mean with well, 10 free throws. I didn't didn't realize we missed 10 free throws to be honest. Um that's not great either. Um so so yeah, I mean, and that's a that's a home court. And I know and but what did Belgium make? 13, 13 or 14, three, something like that? Fifteen
0: of twenty-nine from
1: three. Fifteen of twenty-nine. Well, that's a game. Mm-hmm. Um but that game came because of the ball movement because of the systems, because they, they, they you know, they weren't um they knew which shots to shoot our guys really didn't kind of know what shots to do. There were some good things, we were pressing, we were trying to take, we were, playing, we were trying to play defense, you know, and get into them and use our, use what little kind of plus side we have, which was our athleticism and our youth in doing that. And, you know, I like the demeanor of the players, even, you know, Jelani struggled, but he never let his head drop. Mm. He, you know, he kept, you know, he played, he kept playing hard. I mean the same you know even Kyle came Kyle Johnson came in looked to make a couple of shots looked to make plays there was nobody hiding Callum Lawson you know made a couple of shots from the wing they were all trying but they were all just a little bit outmatched <laughs> you know and if you add a little bit about matchment at five different positions that's a lot of yeah. outmatch
0: yeah it is yeah yeah so uh, Carl Wheatle, 15 points, 3 of 14 shooting, 4 steals. Uh, I mean, Adamu a, a even, uh, 14 points. They were the only two in double figures for Great Britain. Yeah,
1: And Carl had to do that because Carl yeah. we were struggling for offence. And yeah. Carl is not a primary scorer in international basketball. He, no. That's never been his role. But to be fair, he's the captain. He took it on. And he's one of the guys, he's one of the players, he's like 25. So he's actually, he's now, you could you could actually know the difference watching the game between the players who were what you'd regard as grizzled pros, gnarled pros, and the ones who were still a little bit wet behind the ears. Mm. Um, and that's not and that's not a talent thing. That was just a, a way they carried themselves and in the, the way their bodies were. You know the, how how much weight, how many. You know if you've been on the weights for six years as opposed to being on the weights for one year, mm. you're going to be stronger.
2: Yeah, yeah. You're
1: going to be you know you're going to be ready to play. And you could see that watching them. But overall. Um, yeah, anybody who expected anything different is um, uh, is a fool, I'm afraid. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: Tarbu with 15, Emmanuel uh, Lacombe uh, 13, and uh, Ties to 13 points, nine rebounds. so with 15 of 30 from two point range and 15 of 29
1: from three. Yeah, range. because they moved the ball. I mean, yeah. Tarbu when he came in, it was almost like let's just stop messing around, lads. Mm. You know or messing, not messing is not the word I would have used. You know, come on, you know, it's 10 6, it's not two minutes to go in the first quarter. Let's you know, just it's just get on with this and put this game away, yeah, yeah. Yeah,
0: so let's go to the game I was at the Sky Sports games. So Sheffield Sharks 92, Surrey Scorchers 74. Speaking of internationals, pretty at Wang. Uh, was playing um, for South Sudan, who qualified for the World Cup for the first time ever. So obviously, Luol Deng heads up that program. And uh, Steve Veer involved. So congrats to to all involved in that. Uh, Josh McFoley in for the Scorchers. They had no Lawrence and no... So he was straight into the. Uh, McFolly or McFolly? because he's got two well, L's. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, don't, I, mean,
1: yeah. I mean, obviously, well, you're well, signing, signing well, a McFolly well, when you're two and 22. Yeah, yeah. yeah brave, it isn't it? He was trying to, he was trying to uh, claim him for Scotland, I think. Was so. he? Yeah. Because he's, he's got, got a name. mark. Yeah, yeah yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. So, so he was straight into the uh starting lineup, which you don't see a lot with point guards, and uh, Jalen Pitkins into uh the starting lineup for the first time for uh Sheffield. And our production assistant informs me that is the first time in uh 64 games that Kipper Nichols has not started in appearances. Last time he yeah, came was, off the bench. Because... He, st- tw- he started Rettino at the fall. Yeah.
1: He started Routino at the fall. Um, And Rettino plays the most minutes of all of them. Mm. You know, he constantly hes very rare. You watch Sheffield, he's not on the court. Mm. So because of the, the trust level, but, you know, it was interesting that Thibaut was willing mm. to kind of go that far. I mean, obviously he must have a, a fairly good relationship with Kipper. He's signed him three times, mm. you know, to come. Uh, and therefore, you know, with something like that, you've got to get a player's buy-in to it. Um, but it really was, you know, just it was, you know, total role reversal, wasn't it? I mean, they've mm. gone from stodgy to speedy, you yeah. know, in literally two or three different moves. But, um, it, you know, as, he, as the season goes on, he gets smaller. Yeah, w- Pipkin's yeah.
0: Pipkins, a couple of threes. Sheffield scored nine in a row. They're 18-6 up. And as you say, they were, they were up and down the floor in a very un-Sheffield for the rest of the season sort of way.
1: Well, I don't disapprove of that. You know, no, tried, they wrong. tried their way. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. they they tried it before Christmas and and they had some success. But basically, what's happened is, as teams have got better, trading twos for threes is is, is just not ended up helping them win games. Mm. And if you like that, you can you know if that's happening, then you know it's happening. You can be stubborn and you can dig your heels in and you know, all those other cliches and say, no, oh, we just got to do it better. We just got to do it better. Or you can say, actually. No, nah, no, nah, we're gonna have to change. Um, and I think it's more fun to play the way they are at the moment. I think they're space, you know, it's they made shots, but they made shots because they got spacing. They got spacing because they got basically four guys on the court who can take somebody off the dribble. Um, which means that instead of force feeding Coke or Del Pesh, they can just throw it in there when they want to. Yeah, you know, they can use it as they can use it as a um a diversion or or, or an alternative. As opposed to you know the the, the staple diet, mm. so so coke becomes the cherry on the on the icing on the cake and and, yeah, rest, yeah. Just, and you know if you're playing that many guards they all want the ball and, and and looking at them you know you'd probably say they're all good enough yeah yeah you know they're all they're, they're all um, certainly Nelson obviously we've seen Nelson all season the two new guys uh, Ramsey and um, Pipkins you know have shown that they can knock down a shot which is the most important thing. And Ramsey, would
0: Ramsey didn't play that much in this game. It looked when he left the court like he'd done a little groin injury as he went which, off. He never which came December would have
1: killed him because yeah. he had nobody else, because um, which now they can they can deal with. Um, but then they got Glasgow to knock shots down as well, and and you know, and they can and and back on the So overall, it's a far more balanced group that they've got in relation to the offensive basketball. Um, and if you look around the league, that's what the league is at the moment. There aren't many dominant big players. You don't need more than one on court. You know, how many times how many times do you see maybe Surrey, maybe when, because they're they're persisting, we're playing Ryan Martin at the four, so maybe they throw it down there a little bit, you know, more at the four spot as opposed to at the five spot. Mm. Um, but apart from that, you know, you're not worried really worried about beating Surrey at the moment, it's everybody else. And everybody else has got players playing that spot who can step out, shoot it, and, and take people off the dribble. Mm. Um, and to be blunt. If if you can't take away three-point shots from Mark Loving, from Zubchic, from uh, William Lee, um, Justin Gordon, if you can't take those shots away, and there will be others, you know, um, Taj, Taj Teague at Cheshire, the, the Glasgow guys, whoever's played in the four there, be almost. if you can't get out and guard them and take a shot away, you're stuffed. Mm. You know, so in Noritino can do that. And if, if a couple of times he gets back down and, you know, and, and somebody makes a layup over him, well, they've worked, had to work hard for two points yeah. as opposed to, you know, getting to the lane, getting getting in the lane, getting fouled because you've got a big guy who can't handle defending him. Mm. So it's a right move. Uh, yeah, you know, this this game was, I mean, this game was dead because, you know, there's no way you can bring a point guard into, the, into your team in the beginning of February. Sorry, the end of February. Have him shoot, you haven't got many other players. Have him shoot 21 shots. And expect to run anything kind of constructive or um or team oriented. Because it's gonna what it does is it throws off all this other stuff you've been doing. Mm. You know, and 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 sorry's issue is that they've never they've had lots of issues, but the major one is that um you know they've struggled to put together three good players in a row. Mm. You know, and and and, and uh, that, that basically I thought happened in this game be it be the offence or defence Yeah. Sheffield had an 11-0 run around the first break to lead
0: 37-21 they tied their biggest scoring quarter of the season at 31 which they also had against London in the win they had over London uh, most points and a half against the BBL team in the 50s uh, another 9-0 run uh, to get them there and then from half time uh, the second half was basically a nothing really wasn't yeah, it? Yeah it was yeah
1: it was yeah it was fun to listen to the commentary. <laughs> um it was I mean there was a, I, actually I got because I had to watch it obviously so um when I got back from the GB game I, I started kind of tangentializing if that's a word about other things and um given all given the success that we've had in bringing the um, the great you know eight second spectacular to the to the to the, to the minds the, of the, of the league and today, where every coach is now Every yeah. coach is now on his feet standing up for it, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, um and the refs are looking at it all the time. Mm-hmm. There was a couple, of other, a couple of other things which actually I realised watching this game that I think I think aren't being potentially policed quite properly. So I'm gonna have a, not a pop at the rest because it's more it was more of a over the course of the season. Mm-hmm. There was one play in this game where Said Nelson went to the basket and maybe Shackam Johnson um basically went straight up. Kind of, he turned to his side, but went straight up and and um with his hands there. And Nelson does what the vast majority of players do, because defenders are now taught to go vertical or try to go vertical mm. and maintain their cylinder so they don't step into them. And Nelson does what most players do, which is kind of puts his off arm mm. into him. Yeah, Amazing. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I haven't seen that called all season as an offensive foul. Mm. I don't think the refs are so ever looking for it. Yet yeah, when you watch it, it's happening more and more often because the, the defend, defensive players are getting smarter in relation to going going straight up and not interfering with the offensive player space. And you actually saw it from, you had a great baseline camera of it, and this is got, what got me thinking about it. You actually saw Say Nelson's off-arm. It wasn't a full push-off, mm. which are the, they're the obvious ones, but it's the one where there's a clash of bodies towards the basket. Mm. And that is always called as a defensive foul. And it really shouldn't be. You know, the NBA have got a good kind of line on that in relation to, you know, players pushing up their arm. So that was that's not on those refs. It's just on the whole season. I haven't seen one call. And I, we've watched all the games. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. think I've seen one. No. And the second one that got me, and I don't know if it was this game or another game, was that um, how many times this year have you seen the player fouled on a three-point shot after they've landed?
0: After they've landed? Yeah.
1: Whereby player yeah, goes yeah. up, shoots yeah, the ball, yeah, yeah. lands, Lans and then, then and there's minions. some contact when someone yeah, runs in yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah, happens
0: it does happen
1: more regularly than you would think. It has never been called as a non-shooting foul.
2: Mm.
1: Now the rule is, and I'll correct you if I'm wrong, but I'm not. No. Um, once the player's foot hits the floor, yeah, the shooting motion is over. Yeah,
0: and the now, foul is on the floor.
1: And the foul is on the floor. And that is not being that and I watched it was actually a women's game that I watched, I think I was watching the Eagles women's game on Saturday because I'm a glutton for punishment. Mm. Um just a little bit of it. And I was, that that call was made a couple of times, I think, you know, women's basketball, they don't really jump to shoot threes. Most of the threes are set shots, mm. you know? So every time there's a, you know, there was somebody running into somebody late, it was literally on, it was after they landed, it was on the floor. And it's every time it's three shots. And I think that's something that, you know, again, um, that is a, because I have the benefit, probably even ahead of, and as to you, ahead of all the referees, because they don't watch it. They won't watch their own game back, but they don't have time. Yeah, so yeah, everybody yeah. else is
2: getting yeah, back, yeah, 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 yeah. You know,
1: um, and then you'll tell us how many games we're through now. But I'm guessing it's about 180 or something like that. It must be. Yeah,
0: it might yeah. be more. Um,
1: I haven't. I haven't seen one time this season that that's been called as a um, after is the shot. No.
0: no, I don't remember. No, know.
1: you know, so that can't be right either because it's against. It means that it's not been looked for. It's against. It's against the the numbers. It's against you know the reality yeah, that yeah. that does happen more often yeah. now when people are shot. now obviously if you land on somebody's foot that's before you it's land from the ground yeah, so yeah, that's a yeah, 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 three shot yeah. foul, um. But you know the, the the three shot fouls are the ones where there's contact as as the shooter is in the air, yeah. not after they've after landed the and then they fall yeah. over. Anyway, so that was basically the only thing of interest I could get out of that game, and it was all about. Yeah. All, so I watched that side Nelson kind of half put push off yeah, yeah. um and the, the eagles ladies women's game. Um outside of that, sorry, just you know the the, the, the you know Foley can shoot came out of Slovakia 17 a game clearly he's you know he's he's quite he's doing what he's meant to do which is not die wondering. You know yeah, he's yeah, just come, yeah, yeah. he brought in to score yeah, yeah. he's been brought into play. Yeah, you know yeah. that's fine. Um but you know that you you just can't expect it doesn't you might give them a bit of scoring and I know I, I, I we're saying, oh, if you get Andrew Lawrence next to him, then maybe this, that, yeah. I'm, I'm done with anybody else. You know, if they're not in the call for Surrey now, it's a waste of time. You could yeah, get absolutely yeah. anybody. You know, that's what they've got, and, um, you know, you, you just, it's, you know, they're probably regretting the 36 game season that's what i'll say yeah
0: yeah 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 uh that's a good way of putting it uh pipkins with 20 was four or five from three point range seven rebounds nelson 19 points eight rebounds seven assists delpas seven of 10 shooting for 14 points They were 58 57 28 percent uh also, i'm not teams. sure why they yeah, were yeah, even yeah. playing
1: i mean yeah. you didn't have to play these games and they yeah, knew yeah. they were signing paddy at one yeah, yeah, So yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah. They played play two as well. The thing too is, is yeah. like you know, it's just, just, just weird to yeah. be honest. I mean, there's, you know, the, you don't. It have, gets you the,
0: to thirty six quicker, I suppose. It the does, I
1: suppose, but yeah. the, the, you, you don't have to play these games. The league, yeah. you know, the league allows you to to take in, international breaks off, mm. um, and um, they didn't, and that's no. kind of befuddling, really.
0: Um, McFarley, 25, 5 of twelve, three points, shooting 5 assists, Johnson 14 and 12, Martin 10, 12, 17 turnovers to 17 uh, points. Let's come to today's game, Plymouth City Patriots 77, Manchester Giants 87, final game for McKedrick Bell, who's uh, returning home. Mm -hmm. Um, Tight start to this game, wasn't really until middle of the second quarter that anybody got on top when the Patriots scored 7 in a row to lead by 10, 39-29.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, that was weird. Um, not weird because anything weird particularly happened, but neither team really at any point, even when even when Plymouth went on that run, really kind of got away with what they were looking to do you know what I mean, you know, Fletch really didn't get going in this game um, offensively and, and, and basically was a facilitator and that meant that Manchester were shooting a lot of jump shots because that's William Lee and um Taj Green and and those guys and they're playing in Plymouth Plymouth have this you know, you know it's relatively well, it's competitive seven man rotation but they all have to play well Mm. They all have to be on it and making shots. Um, and they got a little bit of energy, as you say, in the second quarter. Um, and a little bit in the fast break, and you know, and Bell in particular, when you know he gets some cheap ones in the fast break. Now he's coming off the bench and got running a little bit. But I always felt it was a game which was going to come down to um who had the best shot makers. Mm. And I thought, you know, and I thought that when I when I turned it off at half time to to go and watch the um the, the Carabao Cup final <laughs> and um, and came back to it and um after the Carabao Cup final and the offside goal. And um I've not seen it. I've seen Twitter go mad about offside. It, I've seen it, offside it, is trending on Twitter. To his toenail his toe was offside. Uh, dodgy, dodgy, manu line yeah. drawing. We need to draw lines in in yeah. basketball. I thought that would really help things. Yeah. Um, and um, so, so yes, yeah, so I came back to it. And that's kind of what happened. Basically, Plymouth stopped knocking down shots and Dirk so, kept knocking down shots.
0: Immediately after that, Lewis and Williams hit some threes and it was yeah. 12-2 response, tied at, at 41. I almost want to get to the end, but let's go to the uh, end via two minutes and 39 seconds to go in the third quarter. Oh, yeah, uh, nice nice double of sports tonight. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. I thought, uh, yeah. Um, you see, this is it's really kind of quite entertaining because you, something's happened. And we have the ability to immediately rewind and watch it. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. So the, the poor refs are on the court and they're trying to discuss what's happened without yeah. the ability to watch it. So I'm I've already made a judgment as to what the right call is before, before they, they get right taking it right, <laughs> which is great. Yeah. And then you think, oh, this is this is good for the podcast. This is great. Mm. What they're going to do? Are they going to get it right? Um, I thought they got it right. Um, I thought they got it spot on. Um, you know what I thought from
0: from from watching it. Uh, I thought it's an unsportsmanlike foul on Robertson. It's a technical foul on Brandon. That you reckon? My yeah, because it was, it was, it was. It, it, I didn't, I didn't. I thought. His I thought there reaction... was contact. Yeah, I yeah. thought
1: there was contact between Brandon yeah. and Robertson. Yeah. I thought it might, it might not have been much in the way. I thought it was intimidatory contact as opposed yeah. to just it being in his face. You, to, you might be right. Yeah, um, but my, my my immediate thought was that. I mean, look, Brandon and, and and Robertson are two of the the primary provocateurs in the whole thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, you know, so it was no surprise. No, and it, it was kind of a. What was the surprise was that nothing happened immediately
0: after that on the play when yeah, they were guarding exactly. each other from the end. From the only the silence, thing that the only
1: thing that kind of I looked I, I kind of played within my mind again. This is all before the refs have made mm. the call, so this yeah. I've kind of you know, done it. The only thing I played within my mind was, you know, Robertson hit him in the face. Mm. I think he hit him in the face with his hand. Mm. I think you know he couldn't quite see, but he hit him in the face. It wasn't it wasn't a, a, a blow which is going to cause any injury, but it was more kind of a, mm. a slap. No. Football match, I gets you sent off. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know it does because it's not the push; it's the slap. You know, so it's come by conduct. I did think to myself, you know, looking at it back, is is that is that a DQ? It's probably not. No, because there's not enough. Unless,
0: unless you think he's a recidivist and there's nothing in the rules for that.
1: Well, I also thought, um, what, what would be the point? He'd only get four points anyway. <laughs> um, you know, bring him up to nine just to make yeah, sure he's yeah. a good boy next time. Yeah, so yeah. no, I'm going to give the rest some credit on that. They And yeah, yeah. they, they saw it in real time. Um, but I, I'm rewinding it, watching it back. I, I called, called it the same as them. And as you say, it, 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 certainly there was prob- provocation from brandon if that was if that was a degree of physicality it's on sportsman. Mm. if there's no physicality then it's a technical mm. but the problem is that, you know that you know from a justice perspective you know given the technical on one side and the sportsman on the other side for reacting to the technical mm. they're not the same mm. the punishments are different yeah, you yeah. know there's a you know and, and I'm not a great fan of the the reaction unless it's wholly um disproportionate mm. the reaction being punished more severely than the initial provocation you know so I can see you know the 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 natural the rules of natural Justice which is what refs come down to at the end of the day yeah, yeah, you know yeah. they're generally interested in not having one after you've had a five minute flashpoint the last thing you need is a coach in your ear berating you yeah,
2: yeah because yeah, your yeah. guy
1: has been dealt with unfairly in comparison yeah, to yeah. the guy who started it all so I I don't have any particular issue with that. So that seemed to fire Plymouth up a little bit,
0: certainly live in the crowd up, got Brandon mm. going, they they pushed out to a, a a 61-56 lead. Uh but then Lewis with nine points in a 16-6 run by Manchester had it back to uh uh 67-50 uh, 75 even. Um, and then I don't know that's right, that's what I've written down. I don't think, that's yeah, well, right.
1: 70, 75 67, 75. They, they put a 9 0 run on, yeah, right.
0: and then and then Hassan with a couple of buckets in a row, 75 77 with, with two minutes to play, and, and yeah. it's game on,
1: yeah. No, you, I thought Callum Jones was really excellent in this game. Mm. Um, Dutch didn't play kind of the first seven minutes of the fourth quarter, and that's normally been a, a, a moment whereby they kind of you can't keep him off for seven minutes because if <laughs> thing you know because you need him back on because things are going but Callum jones and legend roberto were really good um in this game and obviously roberto is by far the biggest guy in there against plymouth and and Callum got a couple of steals he moved the ball and kind of freed up nick lewis to be nick lewis um and you know and nick lewis is a you know we've talked about him before he's a microwave player you know he can he can you know, he can fill in those minutes where your starters are a bit tired, but they're having to play because your bench isn't particularly deep. Mm. And Nick Lewis comes in and scores the ball when you need him to. And that's what he was able to do. And Plymouth started missing shots, started missing threes. And it was only when they got the ball back into Hassan, um, kind of refocused on that, that they they kind of got close to it. Um, and that got to the two minute, break, the two minute break. But um, Manchester made some plays after that. Yeah,
0: Lee Lee missed a shot, but Gadsden ended up out of bounds uh, yeah. with one thirty two to go. And then Dirk Williams on the shot clock was a hits a three, and it's a five point Manchester lead, seventy five eighty.
1: That killed me that shot because you know said Brandon's got to be better at like, said You say Brandon's got to be better there because you can't be two feet off Dirk Williams mm. with one second on the shot clock. What's the worst that's going to happen if he dribbles past you? Mm. Nothing. It's, just, you know, it's a turnover. It's a turnover or a float or some or, or some incredibly difficult, he hasn't got time to pass it, some incredibly difficult two-point shot. You know? And, you you know, we talk about offensive players needing another you know, shot clock. Even more important for defenders.
2: Mm.
1: Even more important. You know, you defend somebody differently if they've got eight seconds to go at you to if they've got one second to go at you. Yeah, the yeah. clock is another defender. you got, you got... Basically, I had defenders. one in the
0: game I was just doing where that literally happened. Somebody they there was one second on the baseline and the defender just ran out, jumped up in the air, and the guy pump faked shot clock violation.
1: Yeah. And that's a play. That that's as good a play as making a jump shot or, or making a pass for a dunk or anything like that's as important to play. You know, we always used to say that, you know, you got ten defenders on the court, you've got your five, mm. you've got the baseline, you've got the two side sidelines, you've got the halfway lane, and you got the and you got the cock. There, there you're 10 defenders and um, you got to use and you've got to be able to use and manipulate each and every one of them in order to um, to, to get stops when you need them. And um, so that killed me. You know, that was that was it looked like a great shot from Williams. It was a great shot from Williams as a coach. I'm thinking, no, we can't give that up. No. You know, and it sounds harsh. You made a 25 footer, <laughs> you know, but that's Dirk.
2: Yeah you, know, yeah, you can't yeah, give
1: it yeah. up. They talked on you talk yeah. side. So that happened, and then they came down in the mist. And I think William Lee. Yeah, no, it
0: was a it was a hell ball. Hassan got hell wrapped ball. up. It was hell ball. Giants possession. And that was and Dirk then... Williams
1: because you know the, well, the other thing that got me because it was ultimately Dirk who took this game away from him. the player. That play that he made there was probably just as important as the shot that he made. Yeah. Rashad Hassan, you know, in the bluntest terms, he doesn't pass. Yeah. It's not his job to pass. His job is to finish. He's exceptionally good at it. You know, we know his percentages are the, the historic. Yeah. Um, it continues to befuddle me how many teams don't just throw everybody, don't just immediately shout at the sound, touches the ball. Sometimes it's hard because he's too quick. That everybody on that team doesn't immediately surround him, crowd him out, whatever. Because um, if he can pass out of that two or three times and make plays, that's great, fine. Then they beat you that way, that's fine. You can you can refine it. Dirk Williams on that play, Rashad Hassan went at, I think, Taj Green. Dirk Williams came from the backside. He left his man and he tied him up on the baseline from the backside because Rashad Hassan wasn't expecting him. That's a winning help side defence play. It's not just like saying, OK, he's your guy, you guard him, I'll stand next to mine. And on top of that, it gives him the arrow. And suddenly, what was a two-point game with two minutes to go becomes an eight-point game with a minute to go and the game is over.
0: This Hawthorne gambled on trying to get a steal, which left Lee yeah. wide open at the top of the key for three. And it's 8.75, 83 with 55 seconds to go. And that was basically... So that right. game has been decided
1: yeah. in a minute. And it's three plays. Yeah. You know, as I say, Dirk getting that shot with Brandon, not pressurising. Yeah. Dirk coming back and, and doubling off his man to, to get the turnover. And then... um. And then the cheap attempt to at steal because they're down by five, so the heads are like, "What do we do? What do we do? Do we play D? Do we not play D? Cheap attempt at steal, and and you give a forty percent three point shooter wide open look, and, and the dagger kills the game. Mm. Uh,
0: Hassan with nineteen points, eight of eleven shooting. Uh, I've put down nineteen rebounds. I think it's ten. Uh, Gadson, I was in a rush at this point. Gadson, yeah. uh fifteen, Bell twelve, uh, Dusha, twelve points and eleven. Uh, assists. Uh, Williams... yeah, it was 10 because
1: the guys in commentary talked about him getting a double-double just yeah, before yeah. the end of the game.
0: Yeah. Uh, Williams, 23 points. Uh, Lewis, 18, 7-10 shooting. And Robertson, 12 points and 9 rebounds. You, if
1: you put up a stat, right, if the games Manchester won... And Nick Lewis's shooting percentage yeah. in that, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, against the game's There's Manchester a lost massive Nick correlation is that? in yeah. that, yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: You know, uh, that would be, yeah, I would, I would suggest it would be probably be more than ten percent different, mm. yeah. I mean, I'm, I haven't researched, I haven't looked at it. Absolutely, no, guess,
0: but... that, I would agree with you as well. It's just watching when he does that. That's the he's a difference maker. Uh, so let's go to the final game caledonia gladiators 88 surrey scorchers 70 so my full disclosure is i've just finished doing uh montenegro against the czech republic so i managed to sort of watch the first half of this and then uh, i didn't watch the second half because i didn't really have time to and you told me it wasn't worth it anyway uh It's <laughs> basically it. Uh, yeah. So so I so I've 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 got everything we need to do, but I'm I'm leaning heavily on you here, Dave. Yeah. Uh, first um, of all, Gareth obviously is on the on the red eye to um to Serbia. So Daryl Wood back in
1: charge. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking maybe he might have been in Trafalgar Square with the Geordies position. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, he's, he's, yeah. So Gareth. So Gareth and sort of Tappe was there
0: as well. Not not with. Coat d'Ivoire. Yeah, they, yeah, was... and
1: they said on the um and Mark Wood said in the commentary in the third quarter, he said apparently there's some politics going on in the Ivory Coast. Yeah. And they'd picked they selected two teams. And um the, the team that eventually got chosen was the one without tappe in it, the one tape in it. <laughs> so you know, so obviously they've got some this, we're not the only international federation with certain issues. So anyway, Patrick got to stay in, in um in Glasgow in February, instead of popping over to to sub Saharan Africa, yeah. uh, what a shame! I think I think other than the jabs, I think he'd probably be happy where he was. Mm. Um, so yeah, so so he played. Um, yeah, tough tough gig when you're the assistant and you have to kind of stand up in the middle of the season when you've got the deepest bench in probably in the league at the moment with 11 players. You got to find a way of making it all work. Sorry. Um, uh, conversely. Um, actually down on players, so it made it a bit easier. It's a bit easier for them. They've, only got, they've got fewer players. Um, that kind of helps them. And Glasgow, Cal- Caledonia started off, you know, well, scoring the ball relatively at will. Um, rotated a lot in the first half. You know, you know, different lineups in the game. Everybody got a touch, um, which kind of allowed Surrey, I thought, to to hang around. Um, McFally again, you know, it's showing that he's somebody who's, who's not going to. Um, i wondering, he's been waiting no doubt until February to get a gig, so he's gonna get his shots at while he can, but he can make them, you know. So, you know, if, he, if he shouldn't he make it, that's fine. Um, Kerry again, you know, benefiting from the court time that he's getting. Um, they struggled inside all game, sorry. Um, you know, Jack, you know, Jack Donmey and Johnson really were no match for. Tape, who stepped out and made a couple of threes in the first half to be fair. Mm. Um Ali Hodzic and Fraser. And that's a three, that's a kind of three-headed monster, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um but they hung around. Yeah. And so the um, bit I've
0: got from the first half, Durham and Tape triples 13 unanswered points to 23-15. They then had another nine in a row to 36-23. Yeah. But Mcfoley Steele and uh, Teo Um from behind the arc 13-3 run to 41. 41- Thirty-four. Uh, looking at the play-by-play, it looked like they, uh, Caledonia, kept their noses in front without ever really getting away. And then five minutes you know, ago, it's a five-point game. 75-70. Even 17. that,
1: to be honest, I mean, the the barely the, 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 didn't play in the second half, that had an impact. And uh, again, the, the lineups were, were changing quite regularly. And to be fair, um, you know. Surrey really stuck in there. They got a game out, they got some minutes out of Dobbs. Dobbs made a couple of shots and made some plays and still didn't play that much, which kind of rather perplexed me. Um, and then um, they got they, they had some scoring out of carry, some scoring out of McFarley, uh, and, and and Steele is a solid player. I like Steele, he's a solid, solid young player. Well, not young anymore, but he's a solid player. Menteo was able to come in and score a little bit for them as well. Um, in the meantime, Glasgow a little bit, um, Caledonia a little bit. Um, Discombobulated at times, as I say, lots of people coming in and out, um, and everybody, you know, getting their minutes. And it got to a point whereby, at the beginning of the fourth quarter, it was a one point game. Mm. And I would would have asked you, I would have told you to watch this, but the first three minutes of the first quarter, fourth quarter, were awful. Mm. No one could score. Caledonia must have turned the ball over four or five times in a row. And you were just waiting for Surrey to take this gift horse that they'd been that they were yeah, looking yeah, yeah. in their mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And make a play, make two players, get your nose in front. If you mm. get your nose in front, I think it was 66-65 or something at the quarter. Yeah, it was. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so 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 you know, one point in the game, right? Get your nose in front. Make a couple of plays now, then then suddenly you've got a you've got a deputy coach on the sideline who's got to figure out who needs to be in the game. It's not easy because Tap Bay's playing well, Hodges playing well, Fraser's playing well. Do you want Bunyan's experience? Malcolm's made a couple of plays. Do you want your Americans in the game? Are they, you know, Bailey's not there, so you've got a hole to fill. And you know, and you could have three or four minutes So if you make a little run, it's a nine-point game, with four mm-hmm. minutes to go and you're up. Because mm-hmm. Caledonia were basically, as I say, the first three minutes, Caledonia turned the ball over five times in a row, or six times in a row. It didn't get a shot at the basket. And Surrey resolutely, determinedly, failed to take advantage. Mm. And they just couldn't string together two or three good plays in a row, even good plays where they miss. They just couldn't do it. Um, so uh, the there was one where uh, McFolly drove in at the end of the shot clock and made a pass, but passed it too late um, in a shot clock violation. It made the right play, but just two seconds you know, which meant the next time he got the ball, he's clearly, you know, having given up a shot, he shot a bad three from the wing, mm. which gives him a long rebound. Um, they, you know, that go-to guy, appeared to be Ryan Martin, and Ryan Martin couldn't make a shot. Mm. You, know, so he, you know, if you go through the play-by-play, there was three or four shots in the fourth quarter, he couldn't make it. He, you know, he, he got semi-open threes. Um, then maybe Kyle Carey would go in and attack, but he'd be a little bit out of control. Um, and what, they score five points in the fourth quarter?
0: Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. You know, and, and and this is from a team that was not having an issue with their offense mm. um for three quarters of this game. And it just it wasn't anything notable that Caledonia did. It was just like the balloon deflating.
2: Mm.
1: You know, every every missed shot, every missed shot was kind of another puncture wound into their confidence of mm. a team that just does not know how to win. And it wasn't the fact that you know how to win is a bit of a cliche, it was the fact that they had you know, three and a half or four minutes of basketball with the opportunity each and every time to go in the lead. And they didn't get a good look. They didn't get to the foul line. um. You know, and they end up rather meekly losing a game by 18, mm. which they were in.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah. Caledonia scored and, yeah. the last thirteen points of the game. Sorry, didn't score in the last
2: five. Well, it
1: wasn't minutes. an offensive extravaganza. That's why yeah. I told you it wasn't worth no. watching because yeah, yeah. it wasn't offensive. It wasn't like they they piled it on and they made shot after shot. It you know they got to the foul line a bit, you know, and it was just. Um, yeah, it was I had a text message which
0: said it was a bit junior varsity.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well obviously I'm not I'm not a, a, an American um, high school mm. aficionado. But yeah. Um it was frustrating because there was a game there was a game to be played and it just petered out. Mm. Um there was a pretty cheap technical call on Faro in this game when he um didn't get a call and he said something Ref maybe he said something in Poznino. Or something in you know whatever First Set something on the ground. yeah whatever it was um but one of the, one of those bang bang calls you don't get a call and you say something ref whilst you sat on the ground and you're immediately teed up so mm. i hope it was good to get it to be worth the tea uh, again one that i probably prefer ref just walked past um it depends on what you said mm. but outside of that um how many games have sorry got left to play that we've got to watch uh, uh 11. I'm not sure I'm gonna have eleven sets of new things to say. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, you know, to watch those games, and obviously they'll be they'll be better with Wang, but you know they've 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 had Wang all season and they've won mm. two or three games, mm. and it's not because they're not competitive; they are competitive, but it's because they're mentally they make so many bad decisions, or be it defensively or offensive. There's one time in the game where um, Lloyd had Boban and Shaquem Johnson at the same time, which meant that Boban kind of stepped out to the floor spot whereby you no, know, you know, so the guy penetrates and normally he'd be, he'd be at the top of the key, kind of that loving spot, you know. Mm. And um and Boban's the floor spacer at the top. So when the ball gets thrown back to Boban because they're defending what does Emma Follow on the screen, you know, Boban's in a position that he's not basically been all season. Right, And I'm thinking, Boban, you know, just turn to the side, dribble hand off, Josh steel comes off the middle, you know, set your screen and rule on the way. Boban decides to go one-on-one with, I think it was maybe Ali Hodge or whoever was in front of him, but he's, he's 27 feet from the basket when he starts. So it's kind of left hand dribble, right hand crossover, and he ends up 10 feet away from the basket, um, trying to make it, getting, getting the ball knocked out of his hands. Trying to make a move that I haven't seen and tried to make all season.
2: Yeah.
1: And it's too late. And that's not, I'm not just having a crack at him. It's too late in the season to be doing new stuff like that. Mm. You know, you've got to stick, it's all about efficiency. You've got to stick to what you can do and what you're good at and get the shots from the right people. Now, obviously, part of the problem with it is that they have so much transference of players and so many people in and out, it's very yeah, difficult yeah. to know where your spots are, yeah. where everybody else's spots are. And and then there's a risk of you all trying to do a little bit more than you can. Um, and that then falls apart because the players try and do more than they can. That's generally when they go outside the comfort zone, that's when they're not as efficient, and that's when the team gets to rule on them. And what Caledonia did better than sorry was staying in what they do in this game. Mm. Um but overall, yeah. Yeah, it was it was it was not it was a it was a f it was a five second YouTube watch, I'm afraid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah
0: uh Sloan, twenty-two points, five rebounds, five assists, and fifteen points. Tape fourteen points and seven rebounds. McFaully, um, twenty points, seventeen shots, three of eleven for three. uh Carey, sixteen. The only two players in double figures. So, so he's I got
1: thirty-eight will... shots up in his first two games. You need That's to do good some record checking.
0: That, <laughs> <Good laughs> <effort laughs> that isn't it. Who's yeah, who's player
1: yeah. to get more than, put, put more than thirty-eight shots yeah. in his first two BBL games? That's a struggle well, to find that one.
0: If I wasn't about to go off and do Venezuela against Canada, I'm, I'd maybe look it up for you. No, um, I wouldn't ask you to. Yeah, yeah. yeah so I'll just quickly run through the uh, league table. Uh, London Lions, uh, 20 and two. I think they've probably mathematically qualified, but I'd again have to work out the heads to heads with Sheffield and Newcastle to be. No, you really don't. You really be, don't. To they've be, qualified. Yes. Uh, Bristol, 18 and seven in second place. Leicester, 16 and six in third. Caledonia now 13 and 10. Manchester, 13 and 11. Cheshire, Twelve and fourteen, Plymouth ten and fourteen, Sheffield nine and sixteen, Newcastle six and sixteen, and Surrey two. Uh, and actually, to be fair, Newcastle
1: and London only played once, so Newcastle could technically go fourteen, you know, and then London could go home 14, Newcastle ahead. There we go.
0: The there we so go. they'll be out. To... So they'll be out. There we go. Yeah, yeah. and then so,
2: uh, it anyway, were, so no, although, William Hill.
0: Oh well, actually, no, it has to go on a three-way tie because they're both on sixteen, but Sheffield have beaten them once. So they can't have won the head-to-head yet, unless they no, played the No, that's true. Four yeah, yeah, so, yeah, So yeah, so they haven't qualified everybody. We've just no,
1: no, out. no. As I say, get get get, get down the boogies. You know, yeah, you okay. bet on bet on them missing out. Yeah,
0: you'll get good that odds. Would, <laughs> that, would be, that would be reckless in the extreme. Yeah, it would very reckless. Right uh, on that, uh, we may look at the. Uh, um, Serbia game next week, but it'll be a long time away, so then we'll probably, yeah, I'll, I'll probably, yeah. And I've, and I think
1: we've it. had the generalized um, semi ranting relation. Yeah, to GB. yeah, yeah. So if there's anything meaning, I will watch it obviously. Yeah, you I'll you watch it come. as well, but whether we can um, be bothered, I think to Serbia have to win the qualify.
0: Uh, yes, I think they need to. Yeah, win that's that
1: not, yeah, not yeah. the nicest bit of scheduling. No, <laughs> no, 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 no.
0: And this second game as well. So in theory, Euroleague players could come into it. I haven't seen their roster yet, so I don't know whether that well, is uh, the case. I or or.
1: Would be, yeah, I
0: think they'll. I think they'll suffice with the Eurocup and BCL players. To be
1: fair, but uh, we'll yeah, see. I mean, to be fair, we gave a decent game in Newcastle. Um, yeah, 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 we yeah. gave a decent game, but that was that was yeah. different lineup, different lineups. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But. Um, yeah, good luck, guys. Enjoy yeah, it's fun. Fun. Apparently, it's uh, I, I was on. Um, I, got, I think I've got Kyle Johnson on my Instagram, whatever, and did a picture out of the window in Belgrade. and It's like, you know, two feet of snow. Mm. Um, so, so um, you know, you're getting it at six o'clock in the morning and in Newcastle to Belgrade, and then two feet of snow <laughs> to play against Serbia in front of 20,000 when they've yeah. they like got yeah. a winning <laughs> club. Yeah. You know, these guys deserve a hell of it. They're not getting yeah, paid they're... a penny. And these guys, oh, I don't think they are. Uh, These guys deserve a hell of a lot more praise than than anybody even would consider thinking about, you know. It really is. Um, It's a vocation.
0: It is a vocation, yes. So so
1: good luck to Great Britain uh, on Monday night, Um,
0: but have a great week, whatever it is the rest of you are doing, and Dave and I will be back next Sunday to do it all over again, but for now, goodbye.